Dream Eater by Irene Bassett I suffer from sleep paralysis, so I often wake up in the middle of the night, unable to move. Occasionally I see terrifying, shadowy, humanoid shapes standing in my room. They don't usually do anything except stand in the darkness watching me, with glowing white eyes that look like TV static if I stare at them too long. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of a dream, I will see the people from my dream in place of those shadowy figures. They were harmless, if somewhat unsettling, and I had grown used to seeing them. However, one night as a child, all of that changed. That was the night it came. I don't remember the details of the dream itself. It was probably school-related, though. What I do remember is when it arrived— I recall that I was just walking around doing normal dreaming things. Suddenly, everything in the dream stopped moving, myself included. I couldn't even breathe. Then I heard the sound of fabric ripping, and a tear appeared in the air in front of me. A pair of six-fingered clawed hands wedged themselves in the crack. I could see long orange hair on the back of those hands. The creature ripped the tear wider apart, and I could see it for the first time. Its head was a silver deer skull, with six sharp and shiny pointed antlers on top of its head. It gazed at me with a crimson within crimson eye, with a reptilian pupil that was pitch black. Since the skull didn't have any skin, I could see each of its sharp cat-like teeth, and in between them, an inky black forked tongue. The worst part was its body. The thing's torso was round and pot-bellied, and its arms were long and skinny. It was covered entirely in bright orange hair. Its legs were bent at the knees and ended in a pair of goat-like hooves. Behind the beast, I could see an infinite field of white and black static. The creature ran its tongue along its teeth and then began gnawing on the edge of the tear it had ripped, munching and chewing on what must have been the very essence of the dream itself. Soon the creature had consumed everything from my dream except for myself. It was just that thing and myself floating in the static. It turned to me and let out a loud, barking laugh that sounded like a coyote barking. I woke from the nightmare only to discover immediately that I was in one of my sleep paralysis episodes. But that wasn't what terrified me. This time there were no shadowy figures. There was only it. The monster was sitting on my chest. It looked down at me, blinked its crimson and crimson eye at me, and and then ran its long, forked tongue across my chin, laughing again in that weird, coyote-barking way. I began to scream. Light flooded my room, and the silver-skulled monster was gone. My mother rushed in and hugged me, asking me what was wrong. I told her about my nightmare, and she softly petted my hair in an effort to calm me down. It worked for the most part, but I didn't go back to sleep that night. I didn't want to see it again, and I didn't. The next night I didn't dream, or the night after that. I didn't dream for a whole week, in fact, and when I did finally dream again, the colors weren't as vibrant. They seemed dimmer somehow. Eventually the colors did return to normal, and I put all thought about it out of my mind. That is, until last night. I wasn't the only one who saw it last night, though. My wife, who had no way of knowing about it since I never told her about the encounter, woke up to what sounded like someone noisily chewing on cotton candy. She looked over and saw it 
hunched over my chest, pulling from my mouth and nose a silver, cotton-like substance, and then stuffing it into its own mouth and chewing on it. Her screams woke me up, and I saw it again myself. It gave out another one of its awful coyote-like laughs, and then winked at us before saying, It then vanished into thin air.